The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show, Friday, January 26th. We're running out of January. We're running out of this week. Weekend is upon us. Thunder basketball tonight. They are in Nolens, 7 o'clock. Just talking with John during that commercial break. SGA named an all-star starter last night, supplanting Steph Curry on the Western Conference all-star team. How about that? Big time. Um, I don't have the all-star starters in front of me. Let me see if I can pull it up. It was uh, LeBron, Kevin Durant, uh, SGA, Luka. Who's the fifth one I'm forgetting? Um, It's obvious because they're all big-time stars. So someone obvious I'm missing. KD. KD, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, Yeah, KD. Yep, it was pretty obvious. And then what about in the East, TJ? You got that one? Uh, I know it was, let me see here. I've got, uh, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Tyrese Halliburton, and Damian Lillard are your starters. Boy, I would never have get, I remember just, I was talking with Kevin Henry when we were, when Tyrese Halliburton was at Iowa State and he was a projected lottery pick mm-hmm. saying, what in the world are these people see? Like he has, his shot is terrible. He's a tall point guard. That's all they see. The NBA guys have no idea what they're talking about. And, dadgummit, he's good. He's really, really really good. Yeah. So there you go. That's my uh, ability to evaluate talent if Sam Presti would like to bring me on to his evaluation team. All right, let's talk some hoops. Uh, OU falls to Texas the other night. We got Texas Tech coming up tomorrow. John, uh, you were not happy on the Boomer Bevo podcast about the way Oklahoma played on – on Tuesday night, what's your concern level tomorrow? Well, my concern, or for this know. team in general, yeah, take it wherever you want. It's more for get the, it off your chest. Today. It's more for the team in general, and um, I can think of the problem is, is I think I'm snake bit, right? I think I got a little scar tissue because I can remember times over the last six or seven years, Toby, where you and I have sat together doing this remote. You've been here, and we've literally talked about how good this team looks. They are fantastic. They're outstanding. They're out, this is a different year. You know, where are we going to be at in the tournament? Where are we going to be at when? And then we hit conference play, and it is a tough conference. We struggle, and we're left disappointed. And so what I guess I need to know and what I need to, like, see with my own eyes from this team is why are we different than the last five or six years? Mm-hmm. Now, things that are different 
uh, Jalen Moore's different. We haven't had a dude like that in the last five or six years. Mm-hmm. That guy is an absolute stud, probably one of the best athletes we've had. Oh, I, I mean, what, since Blake Griffin? I mean, the guy's just really, really athletic. I'm not saying he's anywhere near the player, but just in terms of athlete, he's, he's fantastic. Up until the Texas game, we were a good three-point shooting team, which has been a problem for us over the last five, six years. Mm-hmm. We were not a good three-point shooting team against Texas, 21% from the, from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if in terms of, like, looking at things that are different, is, is, is this team what they were prior to the Texas game? Am I prisoner of the moment? Or is this the start of what, who they really are, right? That's where I'm, like, nervous about. And then the last thing uh, is we've been such a good rebounding team all year. You talked about it in the pregame, only being out-rebounded twice all year. Well, we got – not only did we get out-rebounded, we just got smacked down in the rebound. Dominated. 40 to 24. Yep. And so, again, is, is the real team the three-point shooting team from the first – 15 games, whatever the number is, or is this the real team? Rebounding, are we actually a better rebound? And we just ran up against a buzzsaw against Texas. That's where my concern level is. So if I see us on Saturday, A, get a win at home, which is vital in the Big 12, that's the other problem. You lose a game at home in the Big 12, that's like a double loss, right? Because then you have to go make it up on the road, which is so difficult in this league, right? So we have to get a win at home. And it sucks that we're at a point where you're thinking it's a must-win situation. But, Toby, in the Big 12, it might be. It might be a must-win situation. So you have a must-win situation. I want to see us shoot the ball better, get us back into where we're at statistically on the three-point line, and get us back to a point where we're physical on the boards, if not winning it, at least being competitive in the, in the rebounding to the point where it gives us second-chance opportunities. We had, like, what, we had two points off second-chance which is crazy with as many shots as we missed. Yeah. You know, it's one of the second chance points. Yeah. When you're shooting 50% and you don't have a lot of second chance points, we're like, well, that's okay. There were plenty of rebounds to be had. There were plenty of rebounds to be had. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's, I mean, and and you guys, both TJ and you have been on with me long enough to know that I'm usually Mr. Positive when it comes to OU sports. But basketball. Tuesday's got you worried. Tuesday's got me worried. And it's not just Tuesday, right? It's like what we've seen. And then you take a look at, like, who we've played this year. Arkansas might not be in the tournament. There, no way Arkansas is getting in the tournament. USC? No might way not Arkansas be in the is getting in the tournament. Iowa, USC is getting in the tournament. Iowa is borderline. Iowa and Providence, if they got hot, maybe, but maybe. right now, not. Yeah. And so, like, our non con coming out of it looked really good, mm-hmm. and we felt really good. And now we're like, it's just that gnawing feeling in the back of, your, of my brain, anyway, that says, okay, which team are we? And so, part, I, listen, dude, Porter, I, I got the opportunity to meet him one time. Uh, at a collective uh, basketball or gol- a basketball golf tournament to raise, you know, whatever. And in those five minutes, I became a huge fan. Energy level, relatability, um, just a good guy. You can tell he's he wants to be here. He wants to work. He wants to win. I I don't know that I've rooted for a coach as hard as I am for this guy. But man, dude, we got to win basketball games. And we're at we're at OU. We're going to the SEC next year. We're going to have all the resources we need to be good. This is a traditionally good program, and we haven't been in the tournament in the last two years. We got to get to the tournament. Like that's where I'm at, and it's. Um, I, I hope that doesn't sound too negative. Just shoot the ball better, right? It, it'll take care of a lot of things. Yeah. In basketball, you shoot the ball better, right? It'll take care of a lot of things. McCollum shoots the ball better. Um, other guys step. So, up. what's your hunch 
is your is your hunch? Uh, My hunch is this was, was a blip. the uh, we were exposed. No, and the season's about to fall out from under them. My, my or this was an anomaly. My hopeful hunch. How about that word before 8 a.m., ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Huh? My, my hopeful hunch is that this was, we got two, two up. And in sports, you can't get too high and you can't get too low. And I think it's possible we got two up for Texas. Um, and I think Texas, to their credit, was responding to all the horns down controversy for their coach. I think they probably realized it was stupid rhetoric, but they still rallied around him. Isn't it weird how they've played their two best games of the year after that? Yeah. But, you know, Bizarre. Just, just because it was stupid doesn't mean their team doesn't want to rally around them, and that's kind of the vibe I got is they're like, hey, you know what, we'll play for coach or whatever. You know, he looks like a player's – I can't stand him on the sideline jumping around, acting crazy. Or they are soft, and they're like, coach had our back. He knew how bad we were hurting after seeing that. Well, that's <laughs> that's exactly right. No, that's exactly right, TJ. But anyway, my point is, I that's my hopeful hunch, is that we caught Texas at the wrong time. We got too high. We maybe thought we were a little better than we are. We didn't bring the intensity level. That's my hopeful hunch. My less than hopeful hunch is, ooh, here we go again. Sure. So I'm. It's, TJ, think, go ahead. You. Well, Same I was going to tell question. John. John, you're you're you feel as the rest of the fan base does. There's this you're very reflective of the fan base. Yeah, yeah, they they just don't know whether to trust it or not. They're like exactly what you said. Man, they looked really good through the first couple of months. Got into conference play. Now it's kind of like, hmm, is this going to be like the last five or six years? And it's there's a. Uh, a strong, uh, large group that says, I don't know if I want to buy in. I'm not going to buy in. They've got to prove it to me. And they're, they're, I've been hurt too not, much. I've been hurt too much. And unfortunately, this team isn't a part of all that, but they've got to, they've got to be the ones that overcome it and say, yeah, no, we're different. So, I, What's your I, hunch, I, Teach? I will, oh, go ahead. My hunch is they are different, and it was just a one game that, that it was just a one game that here's the thing. There's going to be other games where they don't play well in Big Twelve play, and sure. it doesn't mean that they're not a good team. Like I still think that this team can finish with a 500 or slightly above record in conference play, go to the tournament, and look like a completely different team in the tournament because unless they were to just happen to match up with a Big Twelve team later in the bracket they're going to be better than a lot of the teams in the country. So I just think it's the, the, the beast of the conference, too, a little bit. Well, you know, specifically as it relates to the Texas game, Toby, how bad was the first half of the first half for us? Was that the worst? start. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. And then They've had a habit of doing that lately, which the, is concerning. But Recently, there, that's been a problem, yeah. But we sat there at halftime with a one-point lead. Yeah, could and have so, been more. We had like a six-point lead with – yeah. Two minutes to go in the half. And so my thought was sitting there next to Kevin, the Longhorn fan, is, well, maybe we're so good that we can play like absolute dog poo and still have the lead at halftime right. against a really good team. Texas played great. Oklahoma didn't. And they're still and ahead we by saw one the lead. and a half. And so mm-hmm. that speaks, I think, as, at least as a, in, a, in, a, in a half of a game that, well, you know what? We're pretty good if we can play like crap and still have the lead. But, boy, we can't play that bad over an entire game, especially in the Big 12. And I hear you, TJ. We're going to go up against those buzzsaws. The, the bigger issue for me, in addition to it being Texas, is that it's a home game. Yeah, that was the and problem. you got to you win your home You can't have games. those at home. Right. You're, you can expect it on the road. You can expect to have those droughts on the road because you are playing in tough environments against really good basketball teams. But, dude, you got to hold serve. And so now not holding serve puts you, puts you behind, and it's uh, – 
It's what makes We've Tech got, so big. I mean, Tech, you Tech's know, a must. I you think it's the a, road after that. I kind of think so. it's a must win. I really do. It's January 27th on your must win there, Patna. I, um, yes, it is. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm not a, uh, a overreact guy. Like it's. Um, I'm not a. Uh, you know, it's now or never, it's a must win, it's, you know, all that kind of stuff. You remember those books when we were kids, though? It was a Choose Your Own Adventure. I loved them. Where you would get to a certain page and you could decide which way the book's going to go. That was closest thing to video games I ever got to do as a kid. TJ, probably, TJ, I don't know. Did you read when you were in, in books. school, TJ? Books. Yeah, I'd be probably books. He grew up in Texas. So. Huh. Um, I'm going to... Shock some people with what I'm about to say, but I think Saturday is a must win for Oklahoma on January 27th. I think Saturday is the choose your own adventure fulcrum in this season. We may look back in mid March on Selection Sunday and say, and laugh and say, remember how worried we all were after that bad 11 minutes against Texas. We may look back at mid-March on Selection Sunday knowing there's no chance Oklahoma is going to see their name up there and say it all started everything with changed with that bad 11 minutes against Texas. Uh, I think they absolutely have to come out and prove to themselves, forget the fans for a second, certainly the fans, but to themselves that that, 11 minutes, it wasn't just that they lost the game. It was the manner in which they were dominated. They have to prove that that 11 minutes was an anomaly. They have to beat Texas Tech, the first-place team in the conference, and get themselves back on track. This is and has been a good basketball team. They are way more athletic than they've been. They've been very good on the boards. They've got a playmaker in Javian McCollum who can make big shots in big moments. They rebound the ball very well all season. There are a lot of pieces to like about this basketball team. But that was such a troubling 11 minutes, and this is such a difficult league that you go drop another one Saturday, and then you're going on the road for two more after that, and watch out. The slope is very slippery. Your confidence is shot, and you are suddenly out of the bracketology projections. The fan base has turned on you, and it's desperation time. You go win Saturday. We all feel better. Then, you know what? Those two road games are winnable. After that, you've got BYU and OSU at home. You're, you suddenly look and go, you know what? Not only are we 4-3, and three, we got a chance to reel off a few in a row here and, and be at the top of the conference again. I think it is absolutely the fulcrum game in this season. And that comes from a guy who doesn't over who doesn't like to make statements like that. But this feels enormous tomorrow 12 games left six and six is that the goal there i don't i mean i, I would never say that's the goal well you know what i but mean six and uh, six no, minimum, fuck, easily get you yeah, in the 12 tournament. and 0 is, 12 and 0 is the goal but i'm saying fuck, six and six what, is what gets you into the tournament right easily it's, it's, no, yeah. less than that gets you in the tournament Whoa, what is six i don't know six? about that what does six and six do for our conference? It all nine, and nine. nine and nine. Nine and nine. Oh, 500 gets you in the conference. Eight, eight 500 gets eight you in the tournament. Eight and ten gets you in the conference. I don't know about that. No, no, no. What easily eight and ten gets you eight in. Eight and ten probably Seven does. and eleven might in this league. But 
nine and nine, we're talking about yes, five nine. or six seed in the NCAA. Yeah, tournament. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I meant five hundred. Yeah, and I meant like. Uh, but you're right. Worst if, case scenario, six it, and six. Yeah, obviously they want to go twelve and zero the rest of the it, way and win every game. That's but. always a good barometer. If we say we know that they're in, if they go nine and nine, then okay, let's say let's say that's the goal. Hopefully, much better than that. Right. But let's say six and six is the goal. So go ahead, finish what you're going to say there. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask. Like, that's the goal, right? That gets you in yeah. and you're comfortable. Then beyond that, then you have to start worrying about what other people do or who may win a conference tournament if you dip below that 500 mark in we're, league we're, play. We're so. crunching the math. Right, We're, we're right. watching we, we the can't, – we yeah. can't, Nine and nine, you're in and you're breathing No question. I mean, yeah. You're wearing team, home jerseys for that first game. This team can't put us in position – they can't put themselves us. That's not fair. They can't put themselves in a position where on Big Twelve tournament week they've got to win three games. We'd rather they didn't do that. That's yes. not. Yeah, a, no, that's let's not, not do that. That's not a. That's not a likely scenario for any of the teams in this. In this, but certainly team. not Oklahoma. They and, haven't played well in Kansas. City No, we haven't played well in Kansas City and, early two thousand. And we've always, for the last five or six years, go well. God, we got how many do we have to win in the tournament? We've got to put ourselves in a position. We're like we're in. We're playing with house money. It's going to be okay. Let's go do it. Blah blah blah. I mean, that's that needs to be the goal. It, and I don't. Porter sounds like the guy, but he's got to make the tournament. He has to make the tournament this year. Yeah, hard to argue with that. TJ's gut coming up later on. How's your gut? Is it is it a little sick at its stomach? Or well, don't answer that, TJ. Don't answer that. TJ's gut coming up later in the show. Jeff Haxton, voice of the Red Raiders, joins us live later on. KJ Kendler joining us live later on. They've got the home opener tonight for the national champs in the LNC. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. High Tower Clinical, they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma with no cost or insurance needed to participate. Study opportunities in many areas. Colitis, Crohn's disease, dermatitis, different arthritis, cancers, multiple different disease areas. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. To find out more information, HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, T-Row, the autograph I want is Roger Clemens on his rookie card, which I have two Clemens rookies. Mm. That doesn't seem can, too difficult to obtain. You can have that one. Yeah. I would, he uh, puts Texas, you know that, right? Texas baseball, he's a, a lot of the times at Eldale during those series. He usually comes and gets a suite with Toby. Yeah. They'll be here this year, so maybe. Yeah. But his there. boys aren't on the team anymore, you know. So. Well, that's true. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe he's just there supporting the program, so mm-hmm. bring your card with you. One of my favorite childhood memories was going with my dad to the Dallas Cowboys practice facility when they were on Forest Lane way before Jerry messed them up. I got Landry, Roger Staubach, Billy, uh, Bob Lilly, Cliff Harris, Walt Garrison, about 20 others, the best Cowboys there ever were. Jerry Jones really did mess them up with those three Super Bowls in the 90s. He really, that right. was, he really took them down the wrong what path. What a jerk. Since yeah. then, yeah, since then he's pretty much botched every move he's ever made. So, And Barry Switzer was a terrible NFL coach, too. Right. Just throw that out there. He got him a Super Bowl. He got him a Super Bowl. And an NFC championship game where he lost to Steve Young. But yeah. Okay. yeah. 
Seems to me like when our men's team plays aggressive, they are called for every little bump. Then they get timid and won't fight for anything. I think there's some truth to that with mm. Godwin. I don't know about the team. Definitely Sam is officiated differently than everybody else. I don't know. I, I, I think that, like, it, it's game by game. Like, the Cincinnati game was extremely physical, and they were extremely physical, and not a lot was being called, and, uh, you know, nobody was getting timid or anything like that. I, I would say, in general, just the second half the other night was weird. It was not the same team we've seen all year. And, obviously, give credit to Texas. Acemas hit big shots. Uh Dasu hit big shots. They were incredible. Texas was incredible. The Weaver kid was – that's far and away the best he's played all year. And uh, OU was a little shell-shocked. They didn't have a good day. They, were, they weren't hitting threes. They weren't finishing around the rim. They couldn't get an offense. It was a bad, bad, bad 11 minutes. And that's okay. I'm not okay, but basketball – here we go, TJ – is different than football in a lot of ways, but it's – I won't say the J word. You gotta, you gotta be playing your best ball in March. You gotta, you gotta play good enough to get yourself into the tournament. But you, you gotta be peaking in March. There will be valleys along the way. There will be hiccups along the way. But in this league, it's so difficult that if you have as bad of a hiccup as they had Tuesday night, it can suddenly become four straight losses if your confidence gets rattled or whatever. So that's what worries me a little bit is they, they got to shake that one off. As it relates to the officiating, I, I saw that at the kind of at the beginning of the second half, it was a very aggressive game, and you could see signs of it starting to get chippy, which was good to see between the two teams. They were kind of jawing at each other a little bit. You know, it was no U-Texas game. It was a close yeah. game at the time. Uh, the officials definitely made a point to start keeping the game under control because the physicality started to get called on both sides. I, I thought it was on both sides. I really did. I didn't think we've got, you know, overly picked on, but it did get tighter. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we responded as well. And does, does a fish should officiating have an effect on the game? No, it shouldn't. I mean, if you make officials don't shoot the three pointer for you, right? Like they don't, they don't, they don't rebound for you. But at the same time, it can get into your head a little bit. And I think it's a fair point to say the officiating might have gotten into our head a little bit. But you have to ask yourself, well, why didn't it get into – we're the home team, right? Which, if anything, it's supposed to get under the road team skin. But there was a shift in officiating uh, about a quarter of the way through the second half. And, yeah, I don't know that we responded well. I think that's a fair observation. And, Toby, thank you for not using the J word. You've already had a bad potty mouth this week. so Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for not using that. Right. I'm sitting here wondering what the J word is. Journey. Look. Journey. <sighs> they hate it when I say journey. I got hit. Well, Hold on. Terrible. Let me hit the delay. Yeah, it's seven second delay, That's, so we'll be fine. That is awful. Mm. Jeez. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry I asked, TJ. That's on me. John and Blanchard says next year is going to be better. SEC isn't near as tough as the Big 12. Calm down. We're 16 and 4. Calm down, Calm Victor. Calm down, Victor. I. I, I 15 and 4, and they are having a good year. And it's, uh, we can talk about the SEC in a second. They are having a good year. All I'm saying is that loss, the manner in which it happened, and the opponent it was, 
could easily become bigger than just one loss if they don't bounce back and play well tomorrow. I agree. There's every bit the possibility we're sitting here in March with a 22-win, 23-win basketball team and saying, remember how worried we were in the second half of that Texas game? Turns out this is a tough team, a really good team. We had no reason to be worried. That is absolutely possible. But I think Saturday's huge. Is the SEC worse than the Big 12? Yes. The Big 12 is the toughest conference in America. SEC is still tough, but it, you're right. It will be easier sledding in that league in but, general. But you are adding, if you think about it, it's, you've talked about this in football, though, Toby, where the SEC, they also have to play us in football. You've mm-hmm. said that. You yeah. know, hey, we're going into this yeah. league, but they also have to play Oklahoma. Well, yes, but you're also adding two perennially top 25 teams, at yeah. least in the non-con, two top 25 teams in basketball to that mix. So the SEC is going to be bolstered by an Oklahoma and a Texas That's true. coming in from basketball. Well, we don't have to play ourselves. We don't have to play ourselves, but we. But it's still. I mean, there's good programs. It's going to be a good program. Kentucky obviously is a blue blood, and and there are you know Florida's won national but, championships. But we. But the Big, and good. the Big Twelve is going to stay really really good with Arizona. I don't know how good Utah is going to be this year, but Arizona obviously Houston's really good this year. But I'm just saying when you, when you take Oklahoma and Texas's records typically and add them to the SEC it's going to make them a better basketball conference than they were before we entered. That's true. But of the sports that we're going to the SEC in, it's the one sport where you say, I think they might be taking a little bit of a step down. That's fair. Football, big step up. Baseball, big step up. Softball, gymnastics, big step up. Men's basketball, you're like, no, I think it's a little bit of a step down from the Big 12. And the question is, how does that affect OU in the future going forward with recruiting and other things? Like that person says, well, this just gets a lot easier. Mm. Maybe. You mean? Well, that's an interesting question. Are there guys in basketball who come to Big 12 schools because they want to play in the Big 12? Yes, I think the answer is yes there. I think it helped Porter maybe. tremendously in the portal this year. Maybe. So. I don't, maybe. I would say it's shade, shade so not like the SEC in football. Oh, no, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. Uh, countdown to 2024 Sooner Baseball. Only three weeks until the Sooners begin. Woohoo! Three weeks from today. Cool and very correct for homegrown Bryce Madrin, Blanchard High School, to be named to the coaches' preseason All Big 12. Last season, hit 320, 12 big flies, 51 RBIs, 476 OBP, 16 stolen bases. Ended last season reaching base in his uh, last. Uh, in uh, 20 consecutive games, SEC worthy stats. His series versus Texas Tech last season was awesome. With uh, Madrin, Pettis, and Spike Sooners are solid in the outfield for 2024. Signed, a baseball Ross. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll add a little bit to that. Three weeks from today, uh, we will have the season opener right here on the Ref OU in Oregon from uh, Globe Life. TJ's going to go do a little scouting this weekend for us uh, down there. Uh, yesterday, TJ, the preseason Big 12 poll came out. OU T6. What do you think about that? Too low. Too low. Uh, Bryce Madrin, the only preseason all Big 12 selection. So let that be a chip on the shoulder of yeah, uh, Spike and Pettis and a lot of these other guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, D1 baseball yesterday had their kind of their conference preview. I thought this was very encouraging. They had nine of the top – OU had nine of the top 45 prospects in this year's draft out of the Big 12. So, you know, there's 14 teams in the league – or 13, I guess. Iowa State doesn't play. They had 
nine of the top 45 in this year's draft out of the Big 12. Davis, Spikerman, Frederick, Henry, Girton, Lambert, Karsten, Hitton, Nicholas. Uh, three of the top 12 prospects in next year's draft, both the Witherspoon boys and Easton Carmichael, and two of the top impact freshmen this year in the league, uh, Jackson Willits and the Golston kid, the pitcher. So obviously D1 Baseball thinks there's a bunch of talent on this. Chip on the shoulder of Bryce Madrin, uh, nowhere to be found on these MLB <laughs> draft prospect lists. So uh, I'm sure that did not go unnoticed. We'll take a break. We'll talk to John about Brown O'Haver next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. TJ, we got a bubbling potential scandal in uh, Big 12 basketball brewing. Got to talk about that coming up. Mm. But mm. first, we're at Brown O'Haver today hanging out with uh, John. Your adult son just walked through My the adult door. adult male son. Your adult male son just Married walked through the door. Adult Married to an adult That's woman, one. yeah. That's the one. Uh, Brown O'Haver, uh, example time. Give us some examples of what you guys do for people out there. Yeah, we had a client uh, that had damage uh, from a tornado early last year uh, in 2023. They had received a preliminary offer and payment of $60,000 from their insurance company. We got involved, documented the damages, provided accurate pricing for a lot of the custom material that was in the home that had gone, on, gone unnoticed. Uh, worked their property, uh, personal property claim, all the contents that were inside, got them an additional $95,000, so a 150% increase on their original payment from their insurance company. Um, and the reason that happens is uh, insurance companies, are, they're going to try to pay out the least amount they can. That's how they stay in business. They are a for-profit company. We understand that. And Brown O'Haver is a for-profit company, but the only way we make money is to make our clients more money. So if you've had a loss out there to your home or your business from fire, wind, theft, tornado, whatever the case is, flood, you want to give us a call, 405-735-5510. You can check us out on Facebook, check us out on our website, follow us on Twitter, um, whatever the case may be. There's a ton of ways to get a hold of us. And um, but if you even if you've been paid, if the claim was last week, if it was last month, if it was last year and you just want us to take a look at it and say, hey, am I doing the right thing? Did I get paid everything I was supposed to get paid? You know, just check it for me. We're happy to do it. We do it all the time. Toby, we've done it for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did. We, we've right. done it for you personally. That's right. Toby called and said, hey, John, here's the claim I've got. And we said, hey, Toby, you're doing the right things. Yeah. And this is about as good as it gets. And, uh, you know, if it doesn't go this way, ABC, you need to call us. And it ended up going ABC, and that was fine. It got you taken care of. Right. Because it's our goal to take care of you and get people going in the right direction. But we're also going to tell you, hey, you need to hire us. You need to hire us because it's going in the wrong direction, and we need to get money in your pocket. It doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt. Call us at 405. Even if you've already been paid. 405-735-5510, especially if you've already been paid because there's no risk. If you've already been paid and it's just sitting there, why not? Why not say, ah, I've already been paid. There's no way they can get us more money. It's impossible. I don't believe what this guy's saying on the radio. There's no possible way they can get us more money. Okay, great. Let us take a look at it. It costs you absolutely nothing, absolutely no risk. You, don't, you can email us the stuff. We'll take a look at it, 
And if we can't get you more money, we'll tell you. We don't want to waste our time. And, and we're not talking about chump change. We're not talking about We're not talking change. about the, the coins we find in the jar at no. my house. No, we're talking well, about tens well, of thousands of dollars that's sometimes. That's absolutely right. I mean, we're, we're going to take it because we want to get you paid, and, um, and that's where we're at. So How do they get a hold of you? Facebook, website, brownohaber.com. Uh, Twitter, we're on Twitter, brownohaber, okay, I think is our handle. And, uh, of course, call us, 405 735 5510 or text the uh, text the ref line they get us contacts all the time the ref army has been awesome about um supporting our business and we really appreciate everything the ref's done y'all i mean i was talking we're, we're at the boomer people podcast is at episode 101 amazing which is pretty amazing considering you know, 101 evan, evan and i have no idea still don't know what we're doing but um you guys have been awesome by putting that up on the kref app that continues to be where we get the majority of our views from, our listens. Um, so it's just partnering with you guys is as good as it gets. If you're a business out there and you're looking for a, a partner that treats people right, KREF is at the top of the list. Give them a Boomer Bevo podcast. Give them a listen. By the way, OU 9-1 and one head-to-head against Texas since the spring in the major sports. Make sure you drop that knowledge on Kevin. 9-1? and one. Mm-hmm. Four four and zero in softball, three and zero in baseball. Beat them in football. Beat them in women's basketball. The only loss was that game you were at the other night. And they're too scared to have a gymnastics team. That's right. They're, yeah, not, they're not even on about, the record. The, the largest school in the state of Texas, home to the most gymnasts per capita in the country, is too scared to have a gymnastics team because of what your guest coming up is going to do. Dominate. Uh, you guys want to hear the the breaking potential scandal in the Big Twelve? You remember that Iowa State-Kansas State game the other night, TJ, that uh, old uh, Jerome that Tang, Tang was, was out upset. of shape about yeah. afterwards? Fans throwing stuff at his bench the, and stuff? Well, the reports are that wasn't it. Okay. The reports are, and again, these are just reports, but they, they are from legit journalists, that Kansas State believes Iowa State was spying on their huddle. That there were, there were uh, staffers or a staffer – with cell phones recording their huddles, trying to record what they were saying and things, huh? and then texting it to the Iowa State bench. Interesting. Going Jim Harbaugh here. Yeah, a little Connor Stallions action. Well, uh, Stallions is a free agent now. But how – I guess walk me through the – walk me through the mechanics of that. Somebody is just really close to their huddle. Yeah, I was going to say, did they have, like, a long selfie stick that they're sticking over the yeah, top? Like, I, I, how did I that happen? Like the, possible. I what, don't know how it's possible. Connor Stallions was using binoculars and recording equipment, yeah. and, and, and the Rangers – or not the, the Astros were doing things on their see, chest. I'm trying to think, what, how, how, how would you do this? Isn't I it, could see Hey, how, guys, isn't it weird every time out that microphone lowers into their huddle from the, the rafters? Very that weird. might come yeah. from. Yeah, it seems uh, I'm just trying to get this right. I could see how if you had a staffer, you know, sneak into walkthrough earlier in the day, you know, where you're going through your sets and all that kind of stuff, that that could be damaging. In the middle of a game, it would be really hard to get close enough to be able to hear anything. Well, like if you're just – forget having a phone. If you just want to hear what the coach is saying, we, we send Kevin over there during timeouts once in a while to listen in. And if you're at the back of the huddle, it's hard to hear, much less if you're in the crowd just holding up a phone. Well, in which state? Now, maybe you could see what's being drawn which, on a whiteboard. Which arena is this? Where are they at? Uh, where, where was it? Hilton Coliseum, Iowa State, one of the loudest in America. And they would have to get way better, like, cell phone coverage than what uh, like <laughs> the LNC true. gets. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You couldn't text it to the yeah. – uh, Yeah. 
what a crazy game though with like so that's different than the reports of his sister and what she was saying and then the original reports of what I had just mentioned of yeah. fans throwing stuff at his bench and everything. Now you've got a cheating scandal tied in with all of that. Like there was a lot going on in that Maybe. game it sounds Maybe. like. Maybe. There's it's we all know Jerome Tang was mad about something. And he doesn't typically get mad. He's pretty but calm. He wasn't and cool. saying what he was mad about, <laughs> and so everybody's trying to figure out exactly what he was mad about. And uh, it could be that they just got beat. <laughs> that, it's that's possible. probably the number one leading candidate. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible that that's the case. But uh, at least there there seems to be some smoke out there. And uh, I think these two teams play each other twice. I'm pretty sure Farmageddon is a home and home situation. So could be very interesting when Iowa State comes to. Manhattan. We'll be in Manhattan on Tuesday night, by the way. When's the last time we won in Manhattan? Last year. Did we win and last year? the year before. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. So- <laughs> no, that's fine. I asked. No, no, I no. Asked. I'm we not being mean. I'm, I'm just it does feel like K-State's Long a hard Kruger place to play. Kruger never won there. Okay, that's, so I'm not off base with that question. Porter Moser went there his first year and won and was like, what's the big deal? Yeah. And then won again last year. Well, great. Pretty go, sure I'm right about go that. Get another one. Go get another uh, one. Go. Break time. We'll hear from Porter coming up back after this. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hi, Tower Clinical brings you this hour. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Several area locations coming soon to Ardmore. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Can I correct something? About time. Go ahead. We did not win last year in Manhattan. Whoa. Two years ago, we loser. won in Manhattan. Whoa, yeah. loser. You Last were. Wow. year, John, beat him in Norman, lost to him in Manhattan. You were so dumb for asking that question, John. John, I, I, apo- I apologize to you for making this. You is what see what I deal with put, every day, yeah. John? When we put sponsors on the radio and they ask dumb questions, this is the conversation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I apologize. I apologize he spews lies, John. You. Yeah. Thank you for calling him out, too. Uh, Meyer. Uh, I, actually, I actually felt better about next week when I thought we had one at K-State last year, though. <laughs> yeah, it was two years ago. <laughs> last year they went to the Elite Eight. They had a great team last year. That's fine. Right? I yeah. still felt better about it. Now yeah. I'm worried again. Yeah, you should be. They're good. And they're mad now because of who knows why. We haven't figured it out yet, but they're mad. Hey, T-Row, I watched some of that LSU-South Carolina women's game last night, and the fact that old Mulkey will be back in the Lloyd Noble Center next year, uh, can't stand her or her team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they'll be here next year. I mean, that's – we brought this up yesterday. Uh, I did have a conversation after the show, by the way, about scheduling with someone. So, But we're not going to play everybody. We're certainly not going to play – we'll play everybody in basketball, but not home and away. You're not going to play everybody in baseball. So whether or not Kim Mulkey's coming to the LNC next year, I don't know. But she will eventually. What a special day that'll be. Surely we'll have Sherry. I was going to say, Sherry has to that. be in the house. Yeah, definitely. It would be funny if Kim would put, I mean, if uh, Jenny would put Sherry, like, as an honorary assistant coach that day. <laughs> have her on the bench. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I think you ended up saying it. This person's like, man, I wish I knew what the J word was. I haven't learned that one. So. Don't say it again. Journey yes. is the oh, word. Yeah, there yeah. he said it. He said it. All right. Sensitive ears. Uh, TJ Stan would like to know, what the heck was that flagrant foul during the OU Texas game? Unfortunate. That's what that was. Yeah. I mean, the, the yeah, accidental, but it still qualifies as flagrant. The Texas player had already left his feet when Darthard went to block him out. All, all he was trying to do was block him out. He, he wasn't even looking at him. But because he had left his feet, he moved under him, caused him to fall hard. 
It's it's technically a flagrant foul. It's the, it's the correct call. It, it, it according to the rules, it's the correct call. In my opinion, a flagrant foul should carry with it some intentionality. I don't think you yes. should accidentally Agreed. commit a flagrant foul, and there is room for that. In like if you if you accidentally hit someone in the head, it's a flagrant foul. Yeah, yeah, no, you didn't mean to. You're just playing basketball. So I think that rule needs to be changed, but nobody's asked me. Texas played out of their minds. Iowa State was a good win, and we are good. Big 12 is just really tough. Boomer, that's from Ralph in Tulsa. And no lies in that text. Well, we don't know for sure he's from Tulsa. He could be lying about that's that. That's true. But otherwise, we don't know everything else either. is true. I don't think anybody would claim Tulsa yeah. if they weren't from it. <laughs> now, come on. What are you doing? I just said it. Hey, I just said it. Uh, that's a fight you don't want to start on this show. We love I Tulsa. I said what I said. You're trying to get business. That's a fair point. If you are yeah. from Tulsa and if you suffered a loss, please call Brian. We love Hammer. Tulsa. <laughs> Four oh five seven three. They love us in Tulsa, by the way. We are unofficially we, the number one radio show in Tulsa. We've got good clients in Tulsa. Yeah. They're just different. Speaking of that, uh, did you get your invitation yesterday, Toby? I did. How about that? For our party? For our party. They're throwing a party for us. <laughs> throwing a party for us. For the uh this year Two we'll be together today. two times in one year, not just OU Texas. But now Are you going to be today. there? I'll be there, yeah. Well, who's going to run the show? Drake's going to run the show for us. Oh, so I see. So if it's a party for you, you can be there. <laughs> but if OU's got a game of any kind, you're like, oh, I can't be there. I've got to stay back in studio and run the show. Well, yes, because there are times when you have Drake with you, especially in football. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah how so that works. two weeks from today, tell people what they need to know to you. Are we inviting people to Two this weeks party? from today, come celebrate me and Toby. It's the that's 20th right. anniversary celebration party, neighborhood jam, 6 to 9 a.m., uh, Main Street right here in Norman. Apparently, we're going to have lots of special guests. They're going to be giving out really? prizes. We've got special T-shirts, apparently. Really? It's supposed to be a big uh, thing. I'm not involved with a lot of this, so they're we keeping you and I in the dark it. on some of this. Yeah, but uh, yeah, big twentieth anniversary party, neighborhood jam on February 9th, right here How in about Norman. That? Yeah, How that's awesome. About that? Congratulations, guys. Well, that's amazing. Thank you. I mean, I guess you got to make it two more weeks. Well, no, we've, we've already, already passed, passed the twenty. It. Yeah, oh, you've already the, passed it. Yeah, this is just yeah. the party. This is party now. What yeah. was it? January January sixth is our official. Oh, it's date. the most famous thing that ever happened on January. Yeah, I was about that's to right. say, that's perfect. Yeah. You <laughs> overshadowed that really well. KJ Kindler joins us next.